But uh, okay, um, what's it called? I, we wanted to introduce like a new segment uh, to the podcast, and uh, I actually got these cards. Um, it's called um, what was it? Like the conversation starters mm-hmm. yeah. from the diary, the diary of a CEO, which like <laughs> is one of my favorite podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like a series of like questions from like um, very influential people and stuff like that. So then I feel like it will be fun to you know see what we think or well, see what our take on these questions are. So uh, you want to go ahead and pick some and. Uh, we can tackle these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will shuffle it first. Pick a card and a card. <laughs> Give her one card and her one card, or do you guys want to do like one card for both of them? Um, let's just do one, and then we can go around and okay. then see yeah, like yeah, what yeah, everyone yeah. thinks and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. What is your dark side? Oh, oh my god! So, that's so for you. <laughs> One. Oh my, oh my god! I'm your. <laughs> <laughs> finish it, finish it. Huh? Finish it. Alright, let me restart. <laughs> oh, keep me that, bro. Alright, so should I restart? No, just do what you gotta do. Oh, okay, hey. Rolling, right? Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm your host, Tame, and back again with another episode. I'm here with my co host. Co host, HB. And Phil. And we have two special guests here. Please introduce yourselves. Boop, 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 boop. Hi, my name is Christine. Hell yeah. And I'm Brittany. Hell yeah. <laughs> so if anything, uh, I wanted to d- dive into like your uh, L'Oreal uh, mm-hmm. situation a bit more. Yeah. Um, you said, what was your role again there? It was product development. Uh, wh- what does that mean exactly? That, that sounds very hella ambiguous. That's such a great question. I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's glad I asked. <laughs> I honestly don't know much about it. Like, it's a very new role for me, but it's essentially, like, building, like, a product from start to scratch. So, like, the typography, like, on the bottle and, like, the labels, Mm. like, the cap size, just, like, But not the actual, like, formula of the product, right? You just, like, the outside She's, like, in the factory, like, (laughs) oh, like, put this chemical in there. She's, like, the Walter White of L'Oreal. Like, the details. Oh, like, all the the visual stuff. Yeah, Mm. like Ah, that. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, I'm going to learn a lot in, like, the first 90 days of working there. So, I don't know, like, the role like that. But I just know it's my dream company. So, uh, yay. (laughs) So, when did you realize? that that was like your dream company um i honestly didn't know what i wanted to do in the beginning i was just like i like i was like what am i into you know Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay like i'm really into beauty and skincare and i think that kind of helped me figure out what company i wanted to work for um and then i just yeah i just set my goals into l'oreal and i was just really persistent and luckily i I got the job. I don't know how, but I did. And it's like my ticket to New York. So yeah, especially in this re- like recession. Yeah, in this economy. Yeah, like in this economy. I'm a lucky girl, not going to lie. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, congrats. Thank you. But yeah, also I noticed that you were doing like the modeling stuff here and there too. Because you modeled for one of our friends' uh, company, Bellam. Yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah, with Jamerson, yeah. Shout out Jamerson, shout yes. out Bellam. It was like the best day of my life, honestly. I over over levity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> All right, that's the end of our podcast. Uh, oh. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, <laughs> no, it was just good vibes that day. Like I just like, I met like. I met all of them for the first time. Everyone was so sweet and like respectful and like they made sure I was super comfortable. And yeah, we were just vibing and it didn't even feel like So how do we make you feel? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 
So like, how do we make you feel? So the first thing we, what happened was while you were saying that, he's like staring at me and he starts laughing. And, and I'm just like, yo, did we do something wrong? No, I, I'm just saying it was just it, I had a great time, yeah. And I hey, got but how did that situation come about in the first place? Um, James hit me up, and then I was just down. That was it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Social but, uh, media is crazy. Like, yeah. uh, what's it called? Like, did you do like a lot of photo shoots like prior to that, or was that like your first like big photo shoot like that? Um, I like. I've done photo shoots in the past, like just kind of like freelancing here and there. I wouldn't honestly consider myself a model though. Like mm. I think for me, like when I accept or when I work with other like creative people, it's just to kind of help them with like, you know, their art mm. and stuff. So it's not really just for me. It's like, oh, like you have a vision, like let me help you with that. Oh, that's that's kind of mm -hmm. how I, I see it when I'm like working with other photographers. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's like a big like uh, connecting point for you and like Christine too, cause she does yeah. like the, uh, makeup uh, artist stuff on the side too. <laughs> yeah, she's a TikToker. She's a TikToker. I, guess, I think you're a bigger TikToker. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I'm no, washed. You make you make TikToks. No, 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 no. But yeah, I see you making content here and there, Koof. Um, if you like had one video to blow up and it just kind of like started, uh, like to blow up your like TikTok account, do you think w you would go full time to social media? I think yeah, that would be really fun <laughs> becoming a full time influencer. But I can see that. A makeup influencer, right? Yeah. yeah. But it also has its downsides. Like, the beauty community can be pretty harsh. Really? Yeah. What have you experienced or seen? I mean, you, I mean, you've probably seen, like, the typical ones where, like, it's, like, James Charles, Jeffree Star, and Tati. Yeah. But, like, you know, I think from for us, you know, within, like, the girls, like, we know, like, Michelle Fawn. Yeah. Like, the OG beauty community. Mm -hmm. She was one of my favorites. I know, love like, Michelle yeah. Fawn. No, actually, like, like she was, like, one of the OG, like, YouTubers, exactly. too. And I, I, I used to watch uh, Zoella. Zoella? If you know who that is. I actually haven't heard of that. Mm. She, she, like, dated a guy named, like, Alfie. Mm -hmm. oh, it was, like, during that age where, like, Tyler Oakley was, like, popping, popping. Ah, oh, my God, God I, I remember him. Yo, I still love Tyler Oakley. Wait, Ooh, is he Bretman canceled? Rock. I love Bretman Rock too. <laughs> Bretman Rock too. Yes. Bret you know Bretman Rock liked my video once? <gasps> really? Yeah. You're lying. No, wow. I swear to God. It was like one of the best days of my life. <laughs> he made me feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. He's I'm like, like, wow, I feel God. seen. <laughs> Can you bring him to the podcast? Yeah. Bretman Rock? That would be crazy. Yeah, let me let me just like I have him me. on speed dial. Um, <laughs> but like Yo, that was, like, one of the few times I've been, like, starstruck. I'm like, damn, Bremen Rock liked my videos. Because, yo, like, have you seen his body? He's, he's like, yoked. ripped. He's yoked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's surprised. yoked. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and pretty he's so confident, mm -hmm. too. He's pretty strong. Yeah, I love his confidence. Like, his physique is, like, my dream physique. He's huge. Dude, you just got to deadlift, like, fucking five pounds, dude. Like, I mean, five <laughs> plates on each side, dude. Five plates. <laughs> like, no, not five pounds, five plates. Bremen Rock. Thanks for lifting five pounds. <laughs> five pounds? Yeah, I didn't mean it, I swear, dude. It was a Freudian slip. My bad. Watch him, like, stitch our TikTok and we just get canceled. Koof, you were talking about, like, there's, like, negative um, things in the beauty industry. What are some of the things that you really dislike? If we're, um, if we're allowed to talk about that. It's just the drama. You really? Know? Drama. Like, unnecessary drama for no reason. Mm -hmm. People just like to stir up shit. Yeah. With it. 
Wait, do you ever get into beef with like other like TikTok TikTokers? No, no, it's just like within the bigger ones, you know, the really mainstream ones. Mm. Uh-huh. The, the lower, like, like not lower, like just like the smaller ones, you mm-hmm. know. We just just like to create and show our creativity. Like, what's that one guy that does the hair, Brad Mondo, or I think that's name, what? Brad Mondo or something? Uh-huh. He's like a him? huge YouTuber and he does like hair stuff. Mm-hmm. But he like uh, created his own like dye company for his hair, right? And apparently, like, he just got, like, canceled like crazy. But I'm, I'm not really sure, like. Yeah, I feel like beauty industry especially, they get canceled for very often, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, any community gets canceled. That's like, true. gaming, mm-hmm. all that. If yeah. you're, like, racist, like, you say something you bad. Say something. Like, <laughs> you're going to get canceled. Like. But do you think it's fair for people to get canceled for something that's, like, so far back back then? Because, you know, people do just, like, dig up your past history. They're like, you know, this is, like, 20 years ago, but, like, F you, like, pretty much. Yeah. I feel like, for me, <clears throat> like, if you can, like, learn from it and, like, admit that you did that, because I feel like most people, like, they don't want to admit it because they're embarrassed, which is mm. obviously understandable. I think that's what makes it worse. But if you can, like, admit it and be like, yeah, like, I said that, but, like, I've grown from it, like, I'm sorry, like you know and then like work from there then that's like okay let me get a little more specific like you know a lot of people were canceled last year a couple years ago because like like fox eye i think that's what it is yeah 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 yeah. when they when they did that like well like honestly for me i didn't really get bothered by it Mm -hmm. but like what's y'all's opinion because like you know it was mostly the girls who were doing their makeup like that no literally i remember that happening Uh so it was basically these white like usually white creators mm-hmm. they'll upturn their eyes yeah. to make them look mm-hmm. foxy mm-hmm. right but f- it's not really the necessary like the makeup look that's bad it's when girls pull their eyes back like this and but they try yeah. to make it also look like i know there's like a like this is a pretty regular pose for models and stuff like that usually it's just like one hand and they just kind of like put it back yeah if it's just one yeah. hand you know you just but i mean obviously if they're doing yeah. like this <laughs> Because I think I saw like one one picture of like this white creator. She like put like chopsticks in her hair and then like ramen noodles like this. And <laughs> I, mean, I, I okay. get it. And then you get the sudden yeah. urge of like, I'm being chilly. Like, but, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it just happens. Dude, I guess I've been, I had the foxy look my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, honestly though. But like, yeah, that's like, like I, I, I really don't mind it. I don't know if it's like different for girls. Like, you know, one hand doing like this and stuff. But if you're like full on like, like hey do that again huh <laughs> bad, bad, bad. You know? hey, that's so foxy of you dude. Oh, just hello foxy and oh. just all mysterious like, and stuff there, like but imagine like just going around like this so so <laughs> so so you're telling me like this trend canceled a lot of people pretty much oh a lot of people wow okay even my well how did you even become a trend then um it's just you know like different body types yeah. become a trend yeah. same with eyes Guys. Uh, but at the same time, the last five years, who's been trending the most? Asians. What? We're cool like that? <laughs> no, I mean, like, half of Netflix's top shows are, like, Korean. You yeah. Know? Half the music billboard is all Asian. Mm, like. It's true. There's a big market out there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, diving more into, like, the creativity side of things, because I, I feel like you guys are both, like, creative, right? Um, what's your biggest, um, what's it called, like, creative outlet? Besides, like, the makeup or, like, like, maybe, like, the photo shoots or, like, stuff like that for you guys? Fashion, maybe. Fashion, yeah. I feel like one thing I really like about, sorry, my phone, social media is that I get to express using, like, my fat, damn, let me 
me let me just turn this off real quick hold on um it's but real. <laughs> <laughs> we need her here right now right now <laughs> new york's calling and i need a pickup um no i love being able to like just express like my fashion like my clothes yeah and it's not like anything crazy because like i actually thrift like 90 percent of my clothes but it's being able to just mm-hmm. you know curate your own personal style and that's just like a way of me trying to like express myself we love yeah. sustainability mm-hmm. you, what we love sustainability. Oh, sustainability. Do you guys thrift, by the way? Yeah, I, I, th- I thrift here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't came with this. Why'd you say it like it was like <laughs> offensive or something? <laughs> I know taming thrifts. This is a simple question. Like, do you guys thrift? I, I haven't thrifted actually before. I was kind of like traumatized from thrifting. Because really? when I was like in middle school or like something, um, I thrifted and I got in trouble for it. How What'd you, you do? Yeah. <laughs> no, like... My parents, like, like got me in trouble for it. What? I, I don't know. I guess, like, thrifting was still kind of new to the scene. And they were like, why'd you buy secondhand clothes? Mm. And then I, I got in trouble for that. And That's then, actually why I didn't crazy. buy it, too, though, mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, what, what's, I don't get the idea of buying someone else's mm-hmm. clothing. <laughs> and you can just... And especially when someone else, another person buys it and then sells it at their store for another markup price. But They're like vintage. I, yeah. <laughs> but I started regularly thrifting because kind of the trend is like, I mean, when you thrift, you tend to find older clothes, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like the style mm. now. Like, you know, they're bringing back the Y2K, 90s yeah. and stuff like that. So, but like thrift stores are like out of pocket now. Like thrift stores became into consignment stores and these consignment stores are selling like 80 stuff for like $500 and shit. Yeah, like, like round yeah. two and stuff like that. When I stopped buying in LA, like the prices were ridiculous for a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like at least like 100 plus. That's it's, crazy. It's I, I think, like, the original, like, Metallica shirts or whatever, like, that they sold at concerts, like, an original one right now is, like, 350 in LA or something. A shirt. 350 You know what I can do with 350 What? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you guys? What's your creative outlet? Well, welcome to the Lo- Lodi podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, for me, at, at least, I was looking for that for a while. And I think editing's pretty fun. Mm. Editing videos, trying to um, touch up on small details and stuff mm. like that. And it's just kind of like, once you start it, you don't even remember like what time it was. Just hours go by and you're just like, mm. okay, cool. No, honestly, editing is everything. Yeah. Like, you make a good edit, mm-hmm. it can really pop off. That's true. Your edit's yeah. really good. Wait, how long does it take you to edit, uh, like, like, your videos? If My videos? Well, it depends, like, you know, how you know precise i think perfectionism is like a bad thing for me so Mm -hmm. like but not too long maybe like 30 minutes it should be really quick i don't know why i thought it would be like five hours i was like oh what the when i was was doing tiktok like every single day right uh for a brief moment in time what a lot of my videos were getting views for was my transitions right i was doing like transitions Mm -hmm. well looking sexy Huh? No, it's like, you know them shits where you go, <laughs> you know? I could literally go like this and make my head get off my fucking shit. Yeah. But I did, I did everything through the TikTok app, right? And it would take me more than an hour to edit that. Really? Yeah. Uh, you go pretty ham That's with CapCut. Huh? You go pretty ham yeah, with that. Yeah, but like, I dude, CapCut. I look so dumb. I was literally sitting on my bed every day going... <laughs> No, it's super cringy, but it does really well. No, yeah, it does. Like, and at that point, like, uh, China bought Musically, and it became mm. TikTok, and they were really pushing Asian creators. And fuck, like, I guess, and my name is Taman Lee, which is like an idol. Uh, so it, it, was, it was a little bit easy. Um, 
Do you feel like it was ever luck? I genuinely don't <laughs> think so. I mean, it's actually really, really hard to do like transitions and yeah. edits. Like, not gonna lie, like I used to like make TikToks a lot too, and then like I'm just like, bro, this is hard. How do you make a good transition? Yeah, so, so I guess what I was you. trying to <laughs> say was not saying you the way you blew it was luck, but more so like, did it? How did it feel to put in that much work? And do you think luck played a part into how it blew up? So. I think luck played a part of like when I like my time in my life mm-hmm. that when I wanted to like do something different. Uh, I see. And it just matched up perfectly with like how Asian creators were just getting pushed so much. But uh, most of the time, it's like, yo, if like at that point, if you're posting anything like BTS related, it's gonna pop off. Okay. Right. And I was using BTS sounds, right? Uh-huh. It's it's like bound to pop off, but not so much right now. Um, but. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely luck ha- has to have been there. Because, uh, like, if I, I feel like if I do the same thing I did back then right now, I wouldn't have nearly as many followers I have mm. right now. Uh. I, I guess you're also saying, like, putting yourself in the right opportunity yeah. and at the yeah. right place. Because, uh-huh. like, actually for this podcast, the hardest thing is trying to figure out how we can, like, push through. Yeah. I always talk to them, like, Yo, what, do you, what do we have to do? And I tell you every time, yeah, man. Like, just consistency. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You just have to consistently put something out there. One of them will do well, and that's when you start snowballing, uh, right? So like I, I lived with a, a couple other creators in, in a house before, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the girls that I lived with, she she came from a pretty rough background and everything, but she ended up popping off because of like one video. She wow. posted her first video. Uh, she like uh, on like an old iPhone. It was her like. So it was like when like the e girl e boy phase was like a huge thing, mm-hmm. and I. Right, but, uh, but like she <laughs> posted a video. Show it, show it, show it the camera. <laughs> but uh, she, she literally, the, the whole video was, there was a fan going on top of her, right? And she just stopped it with her hand. But she was also like, her, her makeup was, you know, great. And, you know, her hair was pink and stuff like that. That got 10 million views. Wow. And then after that one video, I think she's at 7 million uh, followers on TikTok That's right crazy. now. That's crazy. And she wow. went. It's crazy because I, I think I was one of those followers. I was like, holy shit, the <laughs> fan thing was crazy. And I literally, I, I, I genuinely, I saw this girl working at a fast food place to making six figures a month in less than two years. That changes. Yeah, it changes your life That's completely. That's so crazy how your life could change like, uh-huh. just like that. And like my best friend Justin that I, I, I lived with, he, I, I literally saw him go from a videographer for another creator to having, you know, 4 million followers on TikTok now. It, it's, yeah, I mean, there, it's all like, but one thing I saw consistent from all these other creators is it, there's a, you have to really love it to do it. Mm-hmm. And consistency is a huge thing. But I mean, of course, luck plays a part in, you know, a big part of it, but... Yeah, but for me, it was just, it, I, I just got gassed out pretty early. And also, there was different passions I had other than, you know, TikTok. But, like, I didn't want to wake up every day. You know, the money was money was cool and stuff like that. But I didn't want to wake up every day reading hundreds of comments. And 50 of them were just slander of me, you know? So you're slander intolerant. Comments, you huh? Know? Well, you, like, got, you yeah. have thick skin, you know? You got to have thick skin for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm thick as fuck. Got that dump truck. Dude. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. But yeah, but yeah. Speaking of uh, hard things that we uh, generally face with like the podcast and stuff like that, what's like a what's the biggest obstacle for you guys in like the the field you guys are in? What about you, Britt? In like what, like the creative space? Like anything, like for example, when we used to do shoes. Yeah. The thing that I personally felt like it was really difficult to deal with is hate comments. Mm. 
Mm, Y'all done yeah. with hate comments for selling shoes? Dude, you don't understand. <laughs> no, I mean, and you can hate on anything online. Yeah. You you can really, he can probably talk to more about it too because he literally told me like, yeah, I used to just post a video and just delete the app. Yeah, I like that's, I mean, even with my friends right now who have like millions of followers, they don't ever touch the TikTok app until they have to post. I even have friends like uh, I, I saw a video of a buddy of mine named Elliot Choi. He uh, he was talking about how he puts his phone on black and white because oh, it so makes the, it less interesting for yeah. him to look at his phone. Mm. But what I've noticed on a lot of content creators that they don't really go on the apps because like at that point when they're making that much money, it becomes a job, and it, it's it's not fun once it becomes a job. You know. Well, no, it yeah, makes, it makes, I, like, yeah. you don't want to keep comparing yourself to, like, other creatives, you know? Oh, that one is a big one. I Compare think, like, and compar- despair. Comparison, <laughs> it just kills joy. I, yeah, I, like, I feel like I talked to you about this before, how, like, sometimes it's hard for me to just, like, post on social media, because I feel like, I don't know, like, I don't feel good enough, or I don't feel pretty enough, and I'm, like, looking at other people, and then, you know, you kind of just kind of, like, spiral, so it's yeah. like a slippery slope almost yeah, yeah. i can like guarantee thing. like more than half of my friends that are content creators i know are like clinically depressed mm. yeah do you feel it like they sense. go through that as well or like they <laughs> compare their se- themselves to like other creators or no uh, luckily i mean for comments? my friend group they don't really like compare too much to other people mm-hmm. but it's more along the lines of when they get these brand deals yeah and they usually how it goes is you know brand deal comes to email you and stuff like that and you send them the video before you post it so they approve it Mm -hmm. and then these brand deals would be like no change this this and this look like this this and this and at that point they just kind of like lose track of reality and they just feel like a play doll for this company and but at that point if they're making that much money it's kind of hard to quit Oh, so you're mm-hmm. stuck in a loop. Yeah. And uh, w- luckily for me, when I, when I was, you know, posting consistently with my friends and stuff, I saw all of this happen in front of my eyes because my friends were blowing up more than me. And at that point, I was just like, okay, I'm done. I, I really, like, I love you guys, but I genuinely, for myself, I don't want to live like you guys are right now. Yeah, you're in, like, mm. a different loop where, like, yeah. you're already, I'm always calling you and yeah. we both edit. Yeah. You, you really got to <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> like, I got shit to do, dog. <laughs> No, but I, I feel like beauty standards, especially for um, the women industry, it's like they're always comparing and because mm. of that and becomes unrealistic at one point. I feel like Photoshop and stuff like that also plays a like a big role mm-hmm. into making something impossible pretty much. I feel yeah. like that's really like hurting the dynamic of the mm. beauty industry. But the stuff that we put out, we put it out in a more positive. Yeah, yeah I noticed. You know, like we don't... It's more good intentions from yeah. than us. Like, you like to post fashion, you know, and your captions are good. And then I post, like, you know, a bit of fashion, makeup. Yeah. What's your opinion on, uh, like, people face-tuning or uh, photoshopping mm-hmm. their photos? Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, what's, what do you agree I, with? I, I'm not going to lie. I question. do some of that, so <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I don't judge other people for, like, face-tuning or, like, you know, because it's at the end of the day, it's, like, social media. Social media, to me, I think it's, like, fake. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do it. I try to, you know, I just try to post myself, like, as is, but I feel like it 
can be detrimental mm-hmm. to other people like when you see someone like mm-hmm. i said and you're, you're like oh wow like she looks so pretty like i i want to be like her you know i mean like they always say like <clears throat> social media is only the highlight of someone's life yep. yeah that's true yeah, yeah. just take it's everything very, for a grain of salt yeah <laughs> yeah very but that glamour like new glamour filter on like tiktok got me it's fucked insane. up <laughs> it's insane got me feeling different and shit like <laughs> yo paris <laughs> on instagram Paris on Instagram. Paris on Instagram. <laughs> I don't feel the same without it, honestly. Yo, speaking of Paris, you know Paris um, now requires creators to like show, like tell people they use an app to Facetune or Photoshop, or it, it became a law. In Paris? Yeah. Oh wow. Or in France, I wow. mean. Uh, oh yeah, I mean if, yeah. In France. <laughs> in France, I mean. So I'm about to get booked in Paris then. <laughs> oh yeah. Apparently they made this law where like if if you don't if you uh, Photoshop your photos or like you you somehow edit it and you don't you know, tell the public that you edited it, it's like a fine. What? Don't you think it's like a little unhealthy for, uh, okay, face tuning and Photoshopping cool, but I feel like overly doing that causes like this idea that this is real life. Mm -hmm. And then I think a lot of people, although we understand that it's all fake to be honest, Mm -hmm. to a lot of other people though, it's so real to them. They're like, why can't I look like this? Why, Why do I have to always feel I have to do better and try to be like this? beautiful person or something like that no yeah i've literally seen people like edit their photos for so long and uh they end up getting like body dysmorphia yep yeah. i agree mm-hmm. i agree yeah. Well, yeah what are your thoughts on it y'all I say, um, y'all. yeah body yeah. dysmorphia is real like <laughs> you got snapchat filters instagram filters all sorts of type of filters yeah, i used the hell out of dog filter on snapchat <laughs> Wolf. that was me in high school <laughs> <All right. laughs> You just got to accept yourself, too, yeah. you know? We realize that this is just social media, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just I think fun sometimes. Like, even the filters, they can be a part, you know, of this, yeah. uh, the fun aesthetics. It, can be, it just can be a part of the play of it all. Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys ever go through phases where you guys feel like you have to disconnect from all that stuff? Like, when oh, you yeah. like, delete all the... For like sure, TikTok and stuff like, that? Oh. like I feel like it's kind of dramatic sometimes, but not really. But I do have my moments where I'm like, okay, like if I notice that I'm like kind of comparing myself too much or like it's starting to get negative for me, I just kind of like put my Instagram on private or I'll kind of just like not go on it for like a month. I'll do like a social media kind of cleanse and then mm-hmm. I'll come back like when I'm in a good mood. So like I have this thing for me. It's like I'll only use social media like when I'm in a good like mental space. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like post when I'm like sad for like validation or anything like that. Like oh. I want to make sure like I'm happy and stuff. So yeah. Sorry. Speaking of like posting when you're sad and stuff like that. Have you seen those people who like post videos of like them crying and stuff like that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like what are your thoughts on that? Like okay. like. I did it once, okay? <laughs> I did it once. <laughs> like, where, right. where, where this, they, they feel like an emotional, like, um, outburst, and then they start tearing up, and, like, they have, they feel like they have the need to, like, like set up the camera and record that. I mean, I don't think that's, like, bad, because, like, some people, because I feel like it could be a good thing. Like, let's just say, like, you're going through a really, really tough time, and, like, you're recording yourself crying or being sad, and then, like, you can look back on it later, like, in a couple months, and mm-hmm. be in a really good you know space and then look back and be like wow like i kind of moved on and i'm like better from that so like yeah i don't think it's cringy i heard this funniest thing uh was it so in this group of creators out in la there's this one creator right she makes money through crying on tiktok live right (laughs) (laughs) she gets paid to do that no like she she, she, know but the fucked up thing is she'll be like i have no money 
I have this, this, and this that's going on, and she'll like cry. Every and day. Then, huh, every day. And then she every day. How do yeah. You cry and then well, yo, imagine her being like, "Oh, I gotta feed my kids." Hey, thanks for the sunglasses. Like, wow. like that's that's. Wait, does she, she have like a consistent like streaming schedule too? Yeah, and she's she like, also, "I'm crying from these hours to add these hours." Like her social media identity. It's like no, her like crying? she didn't start like that. Oh. Yeah, she started. I think she started doing makeup and stuff like that. But um, she she even made a close friends list of just all content creators, and she would be like begging for money and people would like Venmo her or Zell her and stuff like that and after that I'm like I'm never giving money to someone who cries on social media anymore that's crazy that's crazy that you can make money like out of anything like on social media like crying like you could literally be sleeping in bed and like you know like (laughs) China like creators do a lot of that like huge of crying like anything <laughs> have you seen um have you seen that like a road under the bridge in china where it's all like ring lights and just chinese creators no no but you guys send me the link later <laughs> no no but there's there's videos of like uh like hundreds of creators on the side of the street with ring lights and there's just hundreds of them and they're all just doing like oh thanks for the microphone thanks for the cowboy hat thanks for the sunglasses and that's how they make their money that's pretty crazy yeah Oh. Well, you guys are creators too. Why did you guys create this podcast? Um, I well, didn't they think they the crying thing. That's why. Oh, they did. <laughs> so they had a podcast, and this is uh, this is kind of like a realm I wanted to join. Oh. So uh, since they knew, you know, the logistics and the tech and technology behind it and all that, and I had no clue, we just kind of joined together and started this podcast together. But yeah. you know, they're like the professionals. So why did you guys name it Levity? Like, what's... Phil? Q. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, buddy. So long story short, Levity is talking about very serious things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it can be a little bit more humorous, you know. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it in a more comfortable way as well. So I think we try to do that and implement that as much as possible. And going back to other questions, like why we started this podcast. uh, Personally, for me, I want to, like, grow Atlanta, you know. I feel like our Asian community exists and we kind of just, we can, we, we do our thing, you know? Yeah, but we vibe. Yeah, we vibe. We vibe but like, I feel like not a lot of people knew each other until like that one Asian club came out. Oh, yeah. And everyone oh. was like, holy crap. <laughs> one Asian club. Which one? Glam. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's no way you're talking about Glam 104, 104 Soju and Bar. Yeah, wow. there, there's right no there. way you're talking about that. Remember Glam 104 <laughs> Soju and Bar. Shinju Nuna, I want my shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but long story short, I think that's one of the things that we wanted to bring up as well. We're like, you know, we're all from here. We all really like it here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a couple of us are going to be moving out here and there, but this is like our home. So ATL we, represent. Yeah, like actually. Mm-hmm. So ATL. we might as well kind of like, plus no one's doing a podcast around this area, yeah. I feel like. So I was like, why not just start something with yeah. my friends and see where we go from there? Yeah, I, I was kind of like iffy with it since I came out. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like iffy with it because I left like you know making videos and content creating and stuff like that. But um, I <laughs> I think I think it helped a lot being with like such close friends and it, it felt more like a creative space and so, like honestly this is like my therapy session. Like I talk it out with you know with the guys. <laughs> You're venting it out. Yeah. And it's a creative outlet at the same time, yeah. so it's like a two in one bogo. It's you like know? a win win. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people create podcasts too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Been doing pretty well. What do you mean by that? <laughs> like suburban, <laughs> there's suburban talks, right? And like just suburban other. talks. Are you, 
Yeah, and I feel like um, another thing too is like we're always like surrounded by like really dope people, but not a lot of people get to see that. Mm. So we wanted to be like the platform to like be able to highlight our community. Yeah. And also we just like having good conversation and just like you know talking to like dope people too. So it's just like it's just all works out. You know what I'm saying? No, storytelling is so powerful. Yeah. Like that really that really gets people. Yeah, just having a platform so we can like speak and just have our own opinions. I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, we used to be in the same high school, and like I noticed that you started this whole makeup thing. What made you do it? What made you want to go into the um, like the makeup field? Well, the let me let me field? ask you this first: Was she is she exactly what she was like right now in oh, high school? Different person, or was she bro. a totally different, person? completely different person. But like, she was always introverted. You're still introverted. Yes. Yeah, but she Yo, didn't really see care. Her dance. <laughs> Yo, Coop, when she dances, goes <laughs> nuts. <laughs> She goes nuts. Head bang, she was going. Like she'll be quiet, don't talk to no one, but she'll dance her heart out. Man. She'll dance. Starts head banging. I um, love raves. Um, I gotta love raves sometimes, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Like back in high school, I would describe Koof as like, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm chilling. I have my friends. Yeah, boss yeah. shit, queen shit. Yeah, and she just, yeah, you really did your own thing though. Mm-hmm. You just kind of chilled. You knew, you knew who you liked. Right. You really just talk to like everyone that's you're comfortable with for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As of me, I'm like very loud. I was like, ah. You're not that loud. I mean, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Would you guys say that like you're extroverted or introverted? Yeah. So my MBTI is like ENFP. Okay. Uh, mm. Something like that. How about you guys? I'm. I think I'm introverted, but everyone says I'm. Extroverted. There's no way you're really? introverted. Have you taken the test? Uh, I took a test and my girlfriend took the test for me as well. <laughs> she took it for you? For you? Yeah. She looked at my thing and she said, hell no. And she took it again. Oh, like, I, I got some bad news, though. <laughs> I think I got like ENTP or something like that. ENTP. Like some, it was like dictator. And I was like, dang. I don't, <laughs> maybe I... Mine, mine is like, I was, it's I don't the like politician this. or the marketer. Oh, I don't know. Something like the, you know, the campaigner. That's what it was, the campaigner. No, he got campaigner too. Oh, I got campaigner. Yeah, dictator sounds scary. Yeah. How'd you get dictator? Yeah. Wait, my uh, my MBTI is uh, ENFJ. So ENFJ. I think I got, I, I think I got the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the protagonist. But even though I still feel like I'm more leaning more towards like the introverted side. Yeah. Because like you know like they give like ratios. Yeah. I think it was like 50-50 if anything. I think like for you it's like you know who to talk to, and also at the same time like I feel like you're like very organized and scheduled. So you don't want to like waste time and talking to people that don't add value. You know what I'm saying? Because I think you're all about like learning and meeting people that you know you can share value with and stuff like that. I but just love learning, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just like, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm just a curious ass dude, dude. Oh, there's one thing I'm very, very curious about. What? What makes an ABG? What do you think is the requirements to be an ABG or to call <laughs> someone an ABG? When you think of ABG, think of like the mainstream mm-hmm. baddie Asian girl mm-hmm. who drinks boba, has tattoos, mm-hmm. go to raves, has the dyed like blonde, blonde hair. hair, has the Louis purse, raves mm-hmm. a has lot, Christian right? Louboutin, dragon tattoo from California. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like that's where, <laughs> that's where like ABG started, like LA. 
Gotta make that's sure like your the OG earrings are huge. Yeah. No, but like from the history, they're like gangsters. Like they no, yo, they're, they're like they, they dated gangsters. like gangsters and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, but like, like I, th- I feel like at this point, I f- no, because when uh, someone like the Nunas, which mean like older sister in Korean, would uh, like the older girls that I know, they're like OG ABGs from like LA, right? I feel like back then to them it was like okay, cool, I'm an ABG. But right now, when you call someone an ABG, they're like, what the hell? It's like an, it's like offensive. Yeah. yeah, I noticed that. Like, it became super offensive. I think it's because no one likes being labeled. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, everyone's like, oh, are you an ABG? It's like, don't call me that. <laughs> Everyone gets, like, super offended. I think I'd rather just be called, like, a baddie. Yeah. You know, just a, a baddie? Bitch. Yeah, like, a baddie is better. A baddie girl. Uh, <laughs> you're so bad. <laughs> ABG, a baddie girl. So next time I go to the club, I'm be like, what's up, baddie? So do you guys, like, more, like, Baddie type of girls or like the softer type of girls. I, feel I don't like got no type. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> no, for I think I I if I were to choose like a dream girl, it'd be like a baddie looking girl, but a soft girl like personality. Mm. Yeah. Like she has a, she has like a big enough ego to the point where she wants to dress up and look good enough to go out. But personality wise, she, you know, has like morals and standards and stuff like that. I just oh, want nice. Selena Gomez to notice me, you know what I'm saying? No, no. Hey, you're not a Haley fan? Uh, team Selena all the yeah, way. Team Selena. Selena. Talking about right I've now. been editing <laughs> Haley and Selena in our videos. Oh, I love that drama. <laughs> I'm Team Selena all the way. All right, so I have a hypothetical on hand. Um, okay, it goes something along the lines of okay, you guys find a book with your life story in it, right? Mm. Um, and then you guys end up reading that whole book up until the point where you guys are now in life mm-hmm. um, would you guys read the rest of it knowing that you wouldn't be able to change anything yes <laughs> I would yeah I'm pretty nosy I'm be like man I need to keep reading my life yeah, I'm like know. that's what happens in the future damn but do you like you want to spoil the surprise like that <gasps> you know what I'm saying you can't change anything. You can't change anything because, like, it's it's like set in stone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's your like fate, your destiny. Yeah. Okay, actually, then in that case, then like, no, I'd I'd rather be like surprised. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What like What do you guys it. think? What do you? I mean, like, I would say no right now, right? But imagine having a book in your hand right now, physically, with your whole life story in it. It's kind of hard for you not to look into it. You know? Okay, I'll read one chapter. One. Chapter? <laughs> There's no okay, way. Peek, you know, just like flip some pages and look at it. Like one page says I become a millionaire, and next one says <laughs> I'm, I'm like, broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say like you guys uh, could pick t- uh, like a chapter in the future that you guys could flip to and like read only that chapter. Which one would you guys pick? I don't know why, but I would say like 27, like when I turned 27 or something like that. I don't know why. Okay. I feel like I don't know, like just getting older. I feel like is mm. it just gets exciting. It's is like, 27 what? when you become older. Like, is that, like, another <laughs> chapter in your life? Isn't like, that, like, the average age you get married? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see him, like, does Brittany get married? Or, like, does she become really successful in her career? Like, mm. what does she do? You Damn, know? I got a year to figure this shit out? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I would burn the book. You would oh. burn it? Yeah. Why? Uh, I think it defeats the purpose of fulfilling what you're proud of yourself for. If you can already predict everything, there's no point. I totally agree. Yeah. I, w- I would definitely well, what's burn the book. Pretty much trying for all the work that you've done when you know it's going to be already pre-written. 
and it defeats the purpose of why we're doing stuff. But at the know? same time, I, I would look at like the thickness of the book, <laughs> and like and like see if I like I make it or not. But and uh, you see someone else's book, it's like so super tight. Yo, like, imagine hey, my bro. my book is like Magic Treehouse, and it's like this thin. <laughs> <laughs> and then we bring our books together and we compare sizes like oh my god my big my book's thicker than your books <laughs> no but i don't know about job i feel like um what's it called i would read it just to like really and giggles yeah but then i also like feel like because i have adhd i wouldn't remember it like later on but that's crazy so, like a week like, from now i'll be like oh actually, shit like what the fuck happened i feel like i would get like my friend or something to read like a couple of chapters and if it's something positive like i would yeah. want them to tell me like one thing but not oh, like spark notes version or something yeah like that? yeah like a little sparks though i'm like okay don't tell me everything but like tell me a little bit of something like something good no but i think okay. that would drive me crazy like if i read the whole book and i'm like yo i die by 86 by the time i'm like 84 i'm like shit i got two years years left like i feel like that would drive but then it gives crazy. you a lot of time to like you know get everything that you want to do out the way too, okay you know yeah, i'll read the book okay fine <laughs> just play devil's advocate here, <laughs> but uh, okay um what's it called I, we wanted to introduce like a l- new segment uh, to the podcast and uh, i actually got these cards um it's called um what was it like the conversation starters mm-hmm. yeah. from the diary the diary of a ceo which like <laughs> is one of my favorite podcasts out there mm-hmm. and uh, it's just like a series of like questions from like um very influential people and stuff like that so then i feel like it would be fun to you know see what we think or see what our take on these questions are so uh you want to go ahead and pick some and uh we can tackle these mm-hmm. <laughs> it will shuffle it first pick a card and a card <laughs> give her one card and her one card or do you guys want to do like one card for both of them um let's just do one and then we can go around and okay. then see like, yeah, what yeah, everyone yeah. thinks and stuff like that you know what i'm saying what is your dark side? Oh, that's, oh my God. So, that's so for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Koof, would you like to start? <laughs> my dark side, I think sometimes I can like wallow in that sadness and then I find it comforting. That can be my dark side. I thought you were so going to say your personally dark. <laughs> <laughs> but also I think like I can get jealous pretty easily. I think jealous is like not a pretty emotion you know mm-hmm. like it's just bad that's Be, my dark side who would you who are you jealous of i mean no, no, no really not like specifically but like why, like why why do you get jealous of specific things i mean usually jealousy happens when like you compare yourself mm. and ask yourself oh why don't i have that or have this type of thing so it's just it's just comparison you know okay. you feel like you know a bit inferior compared to your peers Hmm. It's always like a working, ongoing, you know, situation you just yeah. have to focus on. Yeah, I did hear that a uh, comparison is the thief of joy. I think you said mm. that shit yeah. earlier, right? Comparison kills joy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Brittany, w- w- what's your dark side? I don't know. Like, like, is that like a like bad flaw or something like that? Like um, a dark side? I guess it can just be like almost like self-struggles, at starting at self-struggles to, to the point where... I don't know, something you do is hmm. fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I feel sure. like my dark side, is this considered dark? I feel like I overthink a lot. And I feel like mm. that could get really, really dark. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'll, like, overthink. And then, like, I'll fixate on something. Mm. And then, like, I don't know. It could just kind of snowball and spiral. Mm. And I get, like, really deep into my do- my thoughts. Mm. Yeah. So how do you generally get yourself out of that, if that's the scenario? Mm, I, like, try to think of, like, 
especially when I overthink, sometimes it's not as logical. It's like based on like my emotions and how mm -hmm. I'm feeling. So then I'll like ask myself questions. I'm like, okay, like what are you overthinking about? Like, is this real? Is this not? Um, yeah. Oh, that's what I do in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You, ever, you ever shower in the dark? <laughs> huh? No, but I shower. I sit in the shower. <laughs> have you ever done that before? I have. Yeah, you just I sit have. in the shower and you're like, that's exactly um, what you said. Like, just kind of break down. Is this good? Is this not? Why is this? Why is that? Yeah. What am I doing? Is there something I'm doing wrong? What is this person? You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and you just kind of go A, A, B, A, B, A, B, and you just go down the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, that's, that's tough. Spiraling is bullshit, bro. That shit hurts. Mm -hmm. What's your old dark side, boy? So I, I feel like I'm very business oriented, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I have I have to be the person to make some hard cut or fire someone and stuff like that, I don't ever get emotional about it. I, mm. I just do it and I have no feelings after towards of that. Dang. Um, what would you say to your dark side then? Because you just feel bad when you think like about the, it? My, it's my dark side because I don't feel bad. Mm. I mean, like for me, it's like numbers, business. I mean, it, it's for the better cause, right? So uh, if I fire you and you're crying, oh, well, I fired you already. I feel that's like more so logical. Yeah. Like, it's just mm -hmm. business. It's nothing yeah. personal. Yeah, I feel just like someone would job. argue that that's your light side, if anything. It's like a positive oh, really? as opposed to like a My dark yeah. side. I don't know. Because it takes a I, lot because like, not everyone's able to like tap into that. I like, like be to able drink. To, like, make the decision when like it needs to be made. You know what I'm saying? You don't just, fall into the people pleasing. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, just don't cut me off. Hmm? Yeah, just so you know. No, bro, you've been <laughs> off my list for years now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we've only known each other for like less than a year. <laughs> whoa, whoa, it's year? been. A, it's almost become a year now. Yeah. It's almost becoming a dude, year. Dude, what now. should we do for our anniversary, dude? Huh? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we should do something that considers your dark side. So, what's your dark side, Phil? Ah, <laughs> dude, great question. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, where'd you get that question at? That was that pretty was good. Such a deep I don't question. know. Another, yeah. another podcast. Um, <laughs> I think mine's would be like, I'm very overly critical of myself. Mm. Yeah, because I always try to hold others to a high standard, but mm -hmm. then I, I do that especially so with myself. Mm -hmm. Like so, an o o overthinker? Uh, I, don't, I don't think overthinking is the right word, but it's like um, if I don't meet the expectations that I set mm. my, for myself, I'm yeah. really That's hard. hard on That's myself. hard. That's hard. Yeah. So then mm -hmm. like sometimes like it, it'll lead into like the, the slippery slope that, yeah. that we've been talking about. Mm. I feel like we all kind of spiral sometimes. We all have our moments. Yeah. So then sometimes <laughs> I just need to get out of that and just um, you know realize that regardless of like the growth if i hit that milestone or not like i'm still making growth regardless mm. you know what i'm saying so like i, I try to um adjust my mindset to like shoot for the stars and yeah. like, even if i don't get the stars like i'll land like in the moon or some shit you're you know my star <laughs> sounds hella cliche but yeah <laughs> what's yours dog let me hear it piglet <laughs> hey <Thanks. laughs> what's my dark side i was gonna say um something similar to you first mm -hmm. i thought about it i think one thing i really really do bad with is comparison mm. in a way but it's not just like normal comparison it's like i know these people are against me mm. and i assume that for a lot of people and then i start using that to motivate myself and make me more mad <laughs> mm. yeah have you ever seen me do that I'm like no there's ops everywhere bro yeah you ever seen you see no. me say that before yeah and i'm like there's there's no way everyone wants you to succeed mm -hmm. and if that's the case then i'd rather mm -hmm. assume that everyone doesn't want me to succeed and work harder because of that mm. and then get there because i mean like i've seen you like you uh you keep like a pretty close-knit circle yeah yeah and uh someone new comes in like but you've been nothing but 
gracious for me yeah, since I came in. <laughs> Anyways, it's eleven. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I definitely see you be like very cautious. But uh, going on for the next uh, question, here's Brittany choosing the next card. Wow, that's crazy. How could you be more authentically you? That's crazy. Wow. That's one of the first cards you picked out. No, literally. We're picking our own cards. Okay. How could you guys be more authentically you? I don't want to answer first. I'm shy. You go. How do I be more authentically (laughs) me? Um, I... Like I can't really, cause I'm I'm a pretty honest person, like to like friends and stuff like that. But like work related, it's a totally different story. If I need to get something done, I'm gonna be the fakest person I need to be to portray the person you want me to be to have this deal done. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so I I I mean I I feel like I'm more focused on being like succeeding in the money and business. So I try to be the person that this client wants me to be and be as fake as this person wants me to be. So I guess just like being completely honest, even with, you know, work-life balance. But that's the only thing I can really think of. Phil Fon! Phil's a pretty authentic person, though. Yeah, I try to stay super Uh, genuine with myself. And I feel feel like... Okay. Uh, (laughs) One of the fun words I learned recently was... um, mimetic desire mm. where he's like um yeah he's ever heard of the phrase uh you guys are like the the sum of the five people that you hang oh, out yeah, with the most sure Wait, so go so going into that <laughs> um let's go like because you spend so much time with all these people mm-hmm. like sometimes you'll like adopt their traits yeah. and habits and yeah. like wants and desires like that so um for me it's like figuring out whether or not what i want is actually what i want mm. you know what i'm saying and just listening to myself and like just Sometimes, like, um, spending a, a bit more time alone mm. uh, just to sort that out. And then after I have that figured out, then I'll, like, uh, re-join <laughs> um, the group and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm, I think for me, I would say is just believing in myself. Because, mm. like, I feel like I've always struggled with just doubting myself in, like, a lot of things when I shouldn't, you know? Like, you should always, like, kind of be, like, rooting for yourself. Um, but, Yeah. Yeah, I believe self-confidence is pretty much confidence, key. Confidence, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Just making sure, not just that everyone else can tell you it's, it's okay, but you can tell yourself that it's okay. Mm. Period. Yeah. yeah. No, like, uh, you seen that movie with Jim Carrey, Yes Man? Yeah. Like, which, from what I've been hearing, like, everyone here is kind of like a yes man, depending on the situation you're in. No, for sure. If you If you just say yes to everything, you can't really make decisions for yourself, but you just do it because you feel like you have to feel it really destroys your identity as well that's true yeah because you can't really agree with everything you're saying and you just don't feel happy with what you're saying Mm. as well yeah yeah i feel like i sometimes have like people pleasing tendencies because like it's so hard for me to like say no but also yeah Uh, but also like i've just been learning a lot about like setting like boundaries for yourself mm. like it's okay to say no it's okay to like be like oh i don't want to do this or i don't want to go there you know I think that's how, like, I would... What's, like, the biggest boundary that you feel like you've uh, um, had to come come to terms (laughs) with, like, setting, if anything? (laughs) My biggest boundary? Mm, We're going to have to get back to that, because I don't know. Okay, let's let's get Christine's answer first, and then... What do you think? Uh, For me, I think 
To be more authentically me, I would have to be more vulnerable, like practice how mm. to be more vulnerable because I'm a pretty shy, reserved person. Like I think most of the times when people see me, they just see like the online version of me. Mm. Like cuz I don't like go out of my you know, just go out like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go out to like do, do you guys think you have like an RBF? Resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> resting I don't bitch know face. if I have a resting bitch face. You guys can tell me, but I like get a lot of like people being like, "Are you okay? Like you look really sad." I mean, cuz <laughs> like for us, like we only really see each other pretty often in like group settings, mm-hmm. and we're all like having a good time. So I've never seen you guys like not smiling. So it's like an RSF. Really? I think I have a resting sad face, especially at work. Like people be like, "You should smile more." I'm like, "The fuck!" Like I'm at work, dog. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't be cheesing at work and shit like that. Just always. Am I supposed to? Only when I have like my customers and stuff like that. But Mm. like, no. (laughs) Some people say that I intimidate them. Mm. I I could see that. Also, it's, like, a really big pet peeve for me. Like, especially, it's always, like, the guys, though, that are, like, telling me, like, oh, you should smile more. I'm, like, ooh, that gets me mad. Like, I don't know, no, no. Like, people, I feel like people will tell you guys, like, you haven't, you know, you're you're intimidating and stuff because, like, objectively, you guys are, like, attractive girls, you know? So, obviously, they're going <laughs> to. Oh, <what>? thank you. <laughs> it took them a lot of courage. Objectively? <laughs> No, but I mean, like, I feel like that goes for, like, you know, a lot of attractive people. Like, mm. no matter what, they're going to be like, hey, you're intimidating. It's true. Yeah. I found you a bit intimidating first, too. Like, can you tell me intimidating real quick? Well, I didn't know who you were initially, but I, I saw, like, you know, like the Instagram. I'm like, oh, he's a pretty big content creator, too. I was like, oh, that's Yeah, and now I'm here. <laughs> which I love, <laughs> which I love. Be- before I tell myself how authentic I am and how authentically, how I can be more authentic, <laughs> can we go back to why um, you sounded like you get really annoyed when guys tell you like, why are you, um, what was it? Why do you have, why can't you smile more? Is that the question? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, why, does, why did that um, annoy you? I don't know, because it's just like, first of all, like I'm just kind of minding my own business. I don't know why, like, it's always mm-hmm. guys, though. It's never, like, a girl coming up to me, mm-hmm. but it's always a guy. They're like, oh, you should smile more. And I'm like, but I'm fine. Like, I'm actually, like, happy. Like, just because I don't, like, smile like this doesn't mean I'm, like, not okay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just like, oh, well, we just want you to smile. And I'm like, uh. I mean, that would annoy uh, me, too. Wait, are you all hanging out with, like, only jokers or whatever? They always <laughs> try to, like, put a smile on your face or no, some shit. No, not. Like, this has happened, like, at work. <laughs> Um, like my coworker, like my male coworkers would be like, oh, Britt, you should smile more. And I'm like, bro. Or like at the gym, even I had a guy come up to me and he was like, smile more. And I'm just like doing my sets. I'm like, bro, like I'm just in my own lane. You, you know, know, you know, I get a feeling that they're not saying that to tell you to smile more, but they're just trying to open up like a conversation. Yeah, like and an so icebreaker. Can, no, no, that's what no, I feel. Like. I don't think so. Nah, they got that weird riz, dude. That yeah. weird riz. Has that no. ever happened to you? That awkward yeah, riz. Yeah, I remember one time I was working at a cafe and I was working at the cashier and a Korean older man, I was taking his order and like, I just had, I had my resting bitch face, I guess. <laughs> and he was like, you need to smile more. See, I told you it's always the guys that are saying it. To oh, girls. it's almost similar as like, say we're in like a heated argument. And then you basically go, yo, calm down. <laughs> like, dude, that's, no, that's, oh, dude, that I, makes I feel me like so that's mad. pretty similar. Dude, telling you to, telling someone to calm down when you're pissed, 
That's next yeah. level. But no, imagine like all the time. imagine like I'm RBF in, away. Imagine having an RBF and you're actually like kind of annoyed from work, right? You're at work. No one's really like if you're at work for 10 hours a day, you're not going to be like happy 10 hours a day, right? Imagine someone kind of coming up to you and be like, "Yo, smile more." That's really I'd be like, annoying. "The fuck you just say to me?" Yeah. You know? Okay, fuck those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how can I be more authentic? I think showing that I can, I don't know. Be more friendly. Yeah, how do you be the be- how do you be the best HB that you could be? <laughs> no, a lot of people say that HB is like intimidating as fuck. Which is really? interesting. I, I yeah. find that I find that funny. I think you know how to manipulate people. Okay. Because we would play mafia. No, but <laughs> you would oh, play no, mafia. No, no. <laughs> Always trying to get HB out first because man knows how to trick people. No, definitely. Like if, if someone would ask HB something, I feel like this is how what HB was saying. Like if a, someone asked HB a question, he'd be like, "Why? Like wh- yeah, why?" Because you're <laughs> curious. Of course, you're supposed to ask why. <laughs> you can't manipulate us. Don't do that shit. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I just want to look, be friendly, and know the person more. You know. You just want to dig into their, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. their I thoughts. Because for me personally, I, when I talk to someone, I want to like build a relationship with them. I need to know how they think mm. because I need to know how they understand and how they think because mm-hmm. that allows me to feel like, okay, this person is someone that I want to get close with and I understand more because their values are very similar to mine personally. But Mafia is a different game, <laughs> Koof. You can't just say I'm a no, because I've person. I've gone to I've gone to HP for like some serious like advice and stuff like that, and I'll be like, yo, this this and this happened, and I think this this and this, and HP will be like, so how did you get to the point where you think this this and this, and he'll ask like something bef- like to lead up the question instead of asking about the question. It's because his MBTI is a campaigner. He's always campaigning for something. <laughs> you, you politician. Know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I think for me specifically, I want to make people feel more comfortable. I think I, what I'm trying to do is not intimidate people, but make them feel like, okay, he's a friend. He's You're just friend. a logical person. Yeah, but I think it's because I, I need to smile more. <laughs> like the last conversation, I just need to smile more. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know? Right, right Koof? No, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. You do smile. I think you're a good conversationist. You know, you know how to spark people's. What I hear from other people is, like, you don't sound, you don't look like you're having fun. You don't look like you don't want to be here. I'm just like, damn. And they're like, are you just bored? How does that make you feel? Um, I get. So whenever I just sit and I just stare at something, I'm usually just thinking about like maybe the podcast. Literally this. No, I yeah, literally that's know what that. you do. That's you, what HB does. Okay, he crosses his arms, goes. <laughs> I cross my up. arms and I just stare at a blank space. And it's normally I'm thinking about like, okay, so like, what do I have to do today? Um, what do we have to do for the podcast? Do I have to do something to like? I'm trying to get a job right now, so I'm like focusing on like how to get a job and stuff. Yeah. So stuff like that, and I'm just not worried about like what's going on, on the outside. And mm. people see that me thinking, they're like, "Are you okay? <laughs> Is everything like, dude, like?" You need to. You should smile. Like, mm. Have fun. Drink with us. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't drink. They're like, oh, he's mad, bro. He's mad. You don't drink. He's mad. No, I'm allergic. It's, <laughs> it's very different. I got eczema and it hurts. Aww. Maybe it's because it doesn't look like you're in the present. That's yeah. probably sure. Yeah. Maybe I work. I work on that too. Yeah. Be more authentic in the present. You know. Mm. Yeah. Be more present. <laughs> cute. That's such a cute question. But yeah, side tangent. 
um like speaking of people who always like come up to you and like telling you to smile more and stuff like that um what's the best and worst like pickup line you've gotten like from people the best and worst pickup line yeah Uh, i'm assuming it's the smile one is the worst one (laughs) (laughs) i can't really think like off the top of my head but i really really hate it when like a guy goes like what's your snapchat that's like immediately like Oh, my bad. Yeah, he should have led with like, "What's your be real?" And <laughs> That's, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what's I your EIN? <laughs> <laughs> pickup line. Um, I can't even think of a good pickup line. I feel like I just respond if a guy wants to get to know me or like he wants to talk to me. Um, it should be like I like it when he's like really respectful. He's like, "Hey, like you know, I don't know." Hey. <laughs> I actually don't know. I just I don't know. Oh my god! As oh my god! Oh my like god! <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I've had anything that has really like caught my attention. Like, oh wow, like that's a good pickup line. Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah. I think it's just like a cute way, but it's not everything. Like, yeah, it's not like. I mean, you have a boyfriend right now. Mm-hmm. When, what What was your first interaction with him? Well, we go back in high school. Like that's when we first mm-hmm. met, right? But then we got we reunited at a cabin trip for his birthday mm. and this is <laughs> all of our friends so what what's what's one thing that he said that <laughs> so, <laughs> so so what's one thing he said uh and you, at that point in life you're just like huh maybe he's like pretty cute i think he's just funny Funny. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the joke he said? Like, what, what, what made you giggle? And they, they, oh my god! He's like, at the oh cabin. Go knock knock. <laughs> for me, for me to like like a guy, I need to have some sort of emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's I so important. Agree. Like, for me, it's like hard for me to like date strangers. So, like, what was the, the emotional attachment you had to your boyfriend? Well, we've been friends first. And then, like, we became best friends. Mm. And then we got into a relationship. So it was, like, a lot of buildup, like, years of buildup. Like, yeah, as, as opposed almost. to, like, you know, right off the bat, something yeah. like that, yeah. I think, like, it, that love, the love really builds. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, like, meet a guy and he's cute, I feel like I get so infatuated. Like, mm. nothing will make sense. Like, nothing logical makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like... The bond is much stronger with that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why why'd you look at me and start know. laughing? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What's with that? I, did, this is a reoccurring thing. What the freak? All right. If anything, I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think the bond, just building it up and spending time with that person is going to make you emotionally attached with that person as well, yeah. right? Isn't that how you felt with you and your girlfriend? Yeah, of course. I mean... Honestly, when I first met her, I was just like, oh, she's super pretty. That's why I went to go talk to her. Mm. It starts with infatuation, in my opinion. Mm. And then you get to know the person. Oh, is this person related to me? And then you fight a whole bunch. Is this person related to me? No, no, no. Like, similar. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) Quibbling. Is she a cousin? (laughs) (laughs) I know we're in Georgia, but we're not that close to Alabama. You know what I'm saying? No, it's just like, is this person similar to me? Do our um, values and beliefs make sense together? Are we willing to sacrifice? He's still laughing. This guy's like, sweet home Alabama right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty similar. Yeah. You just want someone to understand you. Mm-hmm. Becomes your best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have like one more last question kind of relating to uh, Christine. It's like, 
you, do you guys uh, rather become friends first and then date, or would you rather date someone that you kind of met randomly and then you guys just start like going on dates and dating? It really just depends. Like, if I don't know the guy and I find him like really cute and like I want to get to know him more, then I'll be like, hey, like let's go on dates. Like I want to get to know you more. And then from there, like I would want to take things slow if we could like work mm. things out. But if we're already like naturally like friends already, then yeah, I think it's easy to kind of build it up if you end up liking them in the future. So you're saying you would be the one who to initiate that first, uh, what's it called, like date I or think get these together? days, like I am not afraid to initiate. Like I'm not afraid mm. to be like, let's, yeah. let's hell yeah. We made it, boys. We made it. We made it. Y'all heard it, boys. She's not afraid to come yeah. talk to you. Her ads in the bio below. Please, what do, what do you guys think in the comment section, please? <laughs> Girls asking guys on dates first. Yay. I think what I find that. What do you guys think about that? I think actually? that's so attractive. I think that's cool. You think so? I think, like, a girl having enough confidence and coming to me and, like, hey, we should go out. I think that's so attractive. Uh, at least it shows confidence, you mm -hmm. know? And at least it makes it so, oh, this person really wants to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And then it's better than not having something like at all because you chose not to, you know? It, it's like the girl knows what she wants. And I think that's super attractive. Yeah. Like a girl knowing what she wants. Yeah, we stand a go-getter over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just feel like life is too short, you know? Like you don't ever want to like regret like not wanting to get to know someone. Mm. I say, feel like. Say regret. Regret. Okay. Am I saying it I wrong? Not rag rat? Regret? What? I swear. I'm not rag rag rat. Of, <laughs> no, no, I don't live with regrets. Okay, regrets. okay. Regrets. Well, what do you think, <laughs> Um, I mean, all my long-term relationships start off with friendships, mm. and then we build off into dating. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just more comfortable with that. Just making sure you have a sense of trust before you actually date them. You're just like... For sure. Yeah, you don't want to just date them and be like... No, fuck this. No, this is this is not it. And the feeling yeah. like you wasted your time. Because I don't know what a guy's true intentions are. Mm. Mm. True intentions true. be scary. You never know. What Nowadays, people are scary. Really scary. All right. Well, now we're hitting about an hour mark in our podcast, and thank you, Taman. <laughs> As he said. I forgot what I usually say. Now we're hitting up our hour mark in the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, this yeah. This is the Levity Podcast. Okay. Three. <laughs> Two, one. We're about to hit our uh, our fucking shit. I'm adding everything. I'm making sure. This no, is no, all okay. Here. You know that, right? Three, two, one. All right, now we're hitting the hour mark of our podcast, and uh, just what do I say? Fuck! Can you do it? <laughs> we're hitting the hour mark of our podcast. Thank you guys for listening so much for the Levity Podcast. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Brittany, and thank you, Taven, for and Phil. <laughs> See you guys next time, y'all. Yeah, bye. <laughs>